Freestyle Friday. Good morning. Evening or afternoon. You're listening to Freestyle Friday on the Scratcher Network. Me? You know me. I don't need no introduction to shit. Ride through the city and bitten its own buttons, you bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm hanging wrist. <laughs> boy, actress never change. <laughs> What's up, man? It's your boy Holiday. I'm here with... Tell him your name, dog. This is a man called Tez, a.k.a. the Tez Man. How can you take a bad nickname and make it worse? <laughs> Opposite, bro. <laughs> anyway, we're here today, and we're going to talk to you about a couple of things. First thing I'm going to tell you is Jay-Z is an overrated rapper. And then, uh, let's go. Just going to jump right into that one, huh? Okay. Woo. Oh, man. Yeah. I think he is, but that ain't what we got to talk about tonight. Uh, I was about to say let's talk about sex, but no homo. Yeah, pause. <laughs> so we do have something uh, that's been going on. You know what? Will it be too late when this come out? We'll make this come out quicker. So what did, what did you say you want to talk about tonight? Aisha Curry. Aisha. She was a girl I never heard. Oh. That's how the song went, right? Yeah, something like that. That's all I remember. Yeah, all I know is Aisha part because somebody, every time they say it, they go, Aisha. She was a girl I never Jalen, had. Jalen Rose. <laughs> He's like, uh, and he'll go, and his wife, Aisha. <laughs> you ever notice how he always calls somebody his little brother? Yeah, he called everybody his little brother. That's my little brother. That's my, my little brother. Moses, he parted the Red Sea. That's my little brother. So somebody, uh, damn, this beehive about to get on me tonight. All right, so here what happened was, right? I was talking to this guy, white guy, right? And we was talking about uh, Taylor Swift and her, like, music that was coming out and stuff, right? And he's like, Taylor Swift is no Beyonce, white guy. He was like, she is fine than a motherfucker. I said, honestly. I'd rather look at Taylor Swift. <laughs> so you just decided to be wrong in that conversation. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, it's it must be her because her and Solange look alike. And you don't like Solange, like, I guess? very much alike. Yeah. And Well, Solange and Beyonce? I will look at Solange all day. Solange and Beyonce look alike? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I see. They look exactly alike to me. But I, I, exactly alike, and I don't. And I mean, it's not even the case where, like. say it's cute. <laughs> Beyonce is a good looking woman. Don't get don't get that twisted. That, but I don't see her and how I don't see how her okay, if I didn't know that they were sisters beforehand, I would never put I would never put it together. Nah, they look exactly alike to me, but I don't think Beyonce is cute. I think Solange is cute. But yeah. I don't think Beyonce is cute. I think they're both cute, just in their own different ways. Mm, I don't see anything in Beyonce that makes me want to go, ooh. Nothing. You were the first man I've <laughs> ever heard at, say that. Nothing at all. I'll pass Beyonce up quick faster than her. I'd have passed Beyonce up only because. I'm married, so I definitely would pass Beyonce up quick faster than her. I would pass Beyonce up because I'm not going to waste my time. I might look at Solange out the corner of my eye. Ain't no point in taking an L. I ain't, I ain't that I ain't got to take. Beyonce, though. <laughs> I'm not taking an L that I ain't got to take. I don't fight losing battles, so yeah. I'm going to let Beyonce go on her way. <sighs> yeah, because. So I done, damn, I just went at the whole couple. I yeah. Said, Jay-Z ain't shit. Beyonce ain't shit. What? <laughs> I'm like, does this dude want to make it in the industry? <laughs> no, I think Jay-Z is an overrated rapper. <laughs> Beyonce is an overrated looker. <laughs> it's your boy. A looky. We're going we to we blackball holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but not saying I don't like. I mean, I can't say I like anything they done, but it's like I don't, I don't put knock anything that they do though. Jay, this is the weirdest thing. I don't think it's weird, but Jay is so acclaimed nationally that I think everybody just assumes that he's loved everywhere. 
Right. And I think it's something that Bootsy said a while back. Remember back when, when cats was still putting the money up to their ear like it was a phone? Yeah. I don't know why I was like actually physically doing that. Like y'all can see me do that. But um, Jay-Z spoke out against it. I kind of understand what he was saying. But Bootsy fired back to the effect that, you know, you ain't who you are in New York to us down south. And I don't think people right. understand that. Yeah, like yeah. me, I don't, I'm not really the biggest fan of Jay's music. I'll say this. He knows what singles to put out. Yeah, but, so how many albums he got out? Uh, I don't know. Um, shit. I, 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 I think know. he's in double digits. Okay. Because so, what, there's Reasonable Doubt, Volume 2, right? No, Volume 1, 2 I, and 3. I remember the Blueprint. He had um the Dynasty. Then it was Blueprint, the Blueprint 2, then the Black Album, that's 8, then Kingdom Come, then Blueprint 3, I believe, and I guess that's 10, I guess 10 and a half would be kind of Watch the Throne, okay. and that's why, I, and I think New York State of Mind, so I think that's 11 and a half. Okay, so we will not count the half. Nope, that's 12, best of both worlds. With, and the one he did with Yeezy, right? Yeah, that's Watch the Throne, I believe. Okay, that's Watch the Throne. Okay. So I think a total of 12. But he did one with Beyonce, right? Didn't he do an album with Beyonce? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. He did tours again. No, he did a whole album with Beyonce. I think he did, so that's 12 and a half. Yeah, so, yeah, so out of that 12 and a half, whatever you count it. So Blueprint, Blueprint probably to me was his best album. Uh, I do have songs on the Black album that I like more than I like the songs on the Blueprint song, I mean album. Um, my favorite song of his is Renegade, <laughs> and it's not his verse <laughs> that I like so much. <laughs> I thought I thought he should have stopped with Black Album, because the Black Album was a perfect ending to a career. Yeah, because someone took the Black Album, took the Beatles' White Album, and made something called the Grey Album. I heard that one. So, word. Black Album went diamond, the White Album went diamond, and the Grey Album, I think, that went diamond as well. You know what? You know what Jay-Z is? He also did a, a, a mix-up with Linkin Park, the yeah. whole album with Linkin Park. So I guess that makes that the Linkin Park album. No, was that a remix of an album you already had? They just mashed yeah, it up? Yeah, it was like, uh, I don't know which one it was, but it was basically verses from... It was like Collision Course was the name of the album, I believe. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what he is? He is the Bill Belichick of rap. In that everyone knows he's good or thinks he's good, but no one ever really studies why. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's the same reason that Big's good. Biggie's good. It's his flow. Mm-hmm. People think Jay's really lyrical. I think Biggie's lyrical, at least more lyrical than somebody than like than somebody like Park. Well, people don't realize, at least to me, you're the resident rapper here, so correct me if I'm wrong. A good flow makes you seem more lyrical than you really are. Yeah, because you're turning your voice into a musical instrument. Right. So, um, Park said that Jay-Z stole Biggie's flow, and it does seem like he uses the same type of flow that Biggie does, but... That's a, have, that could be a Brooklyn like, thing, though. Yeah, you, you just have plain old um, flow rappers or whatever you call it. Cause, so, me and my brother, we'll do a song together, right? Yeah. My brother rides the track completely different than me. Right. And we used to say it was like a, we say we, but people that listen used to say, because um, before my brother came into the whole system, I was more compared to like a raspy voice. Nas type rapper. Yeah. So um that was all the five percent stuff I used to rap about. So um my brothers came along and I don't I'm not down talking them, but they rap completely different than I did. Right. So I had to change my stuff to in order to help bring them along because they wasn't crisp good rappers like I was, but they rapped about completely different things and I needed their confidence up. Yeah. So instead of rapping about the stuff I was rapping before, I started rapping about that stuff. But I never had the right when I started doing that. So my whole flow changed from like riding beats one way to I just start speaking from my gut, from my heart. And it went into like, I'm not c- comparing myself to Tupac, but it was like Tupac mode. Yeah. Where if you hear us both on the same album, I'm going hard and he'll jump and bounce on the shit. I let you listen to a, a remix of uh, When I See You that we did together. Yeah. That shit funny. So I might put it on this one. All right. But it was, um, but with, with them two, like Jay-Z, uh, he used his voice as an instrument and wrote the beat instead of just rapping. Yeah. I think yeah, I don't think that can be said, um, the whole stealing his beat from Biggie thing. Because, like I said, it could be a Brooklyn thing. Because, like, people who are old enough to remember, 
Bone and 360 used to beef over. <laughs> they used to beef over like the same flow. Like if you listen to like Lord Infamous and yeah, if you listen to Lord Infamous and Coopster, they rap just like Bone. But think about it, they both in that same Ohio Valley, mm-hmm. Ohio and the Tennessee area. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's more like a like an accent. You can't really say I sound like one of my homeboys or I'm st- I'm trying to sound like him because we're from the same place. Yeah. And just like in Atlanta, it's that it was that JD sound. Yeah. All the way up until basically Pastor Troy came along. Pastor Pastor Troy is like he's like the juvenile of Atlanta. And he'll never get the credit that juvenile got in right. New Orleans. Right. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's that same thing where like the first per- you never want to be that man, the first man across the bridge. Because think about it. The the funny and different thing with him was. Uh, if you remember 98, 99, 2000 when he went at P and he put Atlanta on as gangsta yeah. rap. Yeah. Everybody that rapped had to go through Troy. Yeah, T.I. Yeah, T.I. went through Troy. Uh, what's that? Lil John. Bone Crusher went through, through Troy. Troy. Matter of fact, T.I. had to go through Troy and he had to go through Bone Crusher <laughs> <laughs> in order to get out. <laughs> And he had to use Tiny's um, vagina and money in order to get it. <laughs> hey, tip. That's all him, Tip. I didn't say that shit. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, I think Tiny I think Tiny is a reverse R. Kelly with that situation because T.I. was like 16 when she was um, throwing it on that little boy. That's a shame. What year did I'm Serious come out? Is he one of those rappers that had like 10 albums before you heard of him? I was just tripping. I was just playing. Uh-oh. But um, I, you know how... T.I. got the first album out. <laughs> but, um... He was on the face, wasn't he? So, if I remember the story correctly, Tiny was already made it. She made it. She was an escape, um, yeah. T.I. was a dope boy. Shout And it. trying to get his album together. And they got together. She helped him complete the album. And then... For a second, like that should have been on, but for a second album, before he put that out, he started making his rounds and he was on Pastor shit. He got on Ludacris shit. No, I think Pastor on... was on his shit. I think Pastor was on I'm Serious. I don't think he was on I'm Serious. Because if that was old I, one. I know them doing, I know they did a song together. Because if that was old one, Pastor Troy would have been recording, I think he would have been recording Universal Soldier at the time. T.I. wouldn't know that. I always keep my composure. Because the album he dropped, he dropped Figures Off in 01, which was more or less a compilation album. And then he dropped Universal Soldier in 02. Face Off? Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, Face Off. I remember that. He dropped Face Off when I was in Charleston, so that was like four. So. No, bro. I remember that. Face Off was 01. Listen, so. Face Off Part 2 was 04. Face Off was like. Cause I declare war was like ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety nine. That's sweet. Like that, that part of the year where you don't know what year it actually dropped. Yeah. Like hot, like on four hundred degrees. Most people don't realize how it dropped in ninety eight. Yeah. So you had I, I declare war. Then it was I am DSGB was in two thousand. I am DSGB. And then face off wait, was wait, 01. Wait. That was the compilation album, right? No, that was just the second album. I am DSGB. Yeah, that was just the second album. All right, so he had another one that came out with Champion on it. But he took the Goldberg beat. That was um no that was IMDSGB. That was like the first single. But that was a compilation. No, he only had one album out before that. So how can that be a compilation? Yeah, two. He had like a, a something like so. I declare war. Yeah. And he had something come out before that because I had I have the album. It's it must be album. some like underground album he never released then. I think that one was underground. Um, so he had that that, <clears> and then okay, we'll say IMDSGB was a. A regular album. Yeah. Right after that, he did Face Off. Which was, like, the only original songs from Face, Face Off. Face Off was, like, 2000, 2001. Is that 01. what you yeah. said? Yeah, 01. All right. So, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah, I remember buying the album in 01. I remember. So, so when did Universal Soldier come out? 02. Why am I asking you that? I have it right here. Oh, too, cause oh, Face, so you said 02? Face Off was his first album that he did for Universal, but since he was underground before that, I, I, you, I think you know Troy, but I think they put a, he put some of his old stuff on and people get a feel for him. That's why there's two versions of vice versa. One with a part where they blank out that the Virgin Mary sucked dick, and one where they don't blink it out. The Virgin Mary 
suck no dick. <laughs> but I remember that because I remember that because um, this the city was on uncut back in the day. Yeah, Universal 2002. Yeah. I come from the city. If you lame, you go be ugly. Yeah, because the only no, it's gonna be ugly. A bunch of niggas biting my game, but y'all can't touch me. I don't drink bubbly. I'm drinking Henny out the bottle. <laughs> you know what my favorite lines from that song, the album is? What's up? <laughs> fuck ABC, fuck BET, MTV. Believe in me. That was the uh, what song was that on? Um, throw up your flags. I thought oh, he yeah, had. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought if he wanted, he could have a career in rock. He could have. Um, so that's when grunge rap came out. That's that's what Face Off Part Two was about. What grunge rap? Yeah. Yeah, Face Off Part Two. Except for them niggas came in the club just. To that fight. was the only video of the album, right? About, yeah, and that was about the only song that didn't have that guitar in it. He had. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause um. So um, he had grunge. Acid Rain. He got Lil Wayne to do grunge. So and Lil Wayne came out with the whole grunge album. So again, people stole the stuff. Because no one gives him a 3-6 Mafia credit for crunk rap. It's all through, it's all Lil John. Who all went through, Pastor, had to go through Pastor. That's what we were, right? <laughs> yeah. So T.I., um, Bone Crusher. I guess you can kind of say David Banner, because David Banner had a song Lutheran. with him. Yeah. Get off me. Yeah. Um, you said it was David Banner? Yeah, he had a song with, yeah. David Banner. Um, I was about to say Pretty Pink, but it wasn't Pretty Pink. Um, What's that dude's name? Oh, my favorite group. Uh, other than Fear Mob, Dirty Boys. They had a song with Troy? Dirty Boys had it coming. Uh, y'all boy don't want mm-hmm. none. I see y'all just all tall. Y'all boys ain't ready for war. Some of y'all niggas better watch your mouth. And then Troy in the back, come on. <laughs> come on, motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Troy my dude back in the Ask anybody like, that knew me so, from high uh, school, man. Troy my dude. Yeah. Um, Southern Takeover. I don't think Flip had a song with him. I don't think so. But yeah, it's enough, man. Like, and for him to be nobody fucking with him now, he either got like a bad attitude or I don't know. Must speak. I remember um seeing him on one of them judge shows. Oh yeah, that's another thing. He stayed like he, he has that Nipsey Hustle type thing where he stay in the streets too much, man. Yeah. And especially if he got that little midget pregnant, man. <laughs> no, I remember seeing that was so damn random. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, cause I didn't, I didn't watch. I, I came with my parents, like my parents' house. Judge Alex, when he was on Judge Alex. Yeah, I think so. One of them so judge the shows. reason why it was so funny to me because we was looking up watching Judge Alex, and I'm sitting right beside the plaintiff. Yeah. Like because me and the plaintiff had a, we was in a uh, certification class for IT. Yeah. And I look up and I'm like, that dude look familiar. <laughs> and then I'm like sitting at the table at the lunch table, and I look over, I'm like, oh. Actually, like, me and the dude been talking forever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, Pastor, my cousin. And we had all these other things out, and we decided to just go make the extra money and go do it on the show. Yeah, that was that was so random. Like, the two times I've seen him on TV that had nothing to do with music, or at least directly to do with music, was so damn random. Like, when he had that little person um, on that show. Oh, yeah. I came to my parents' house. My mom was watching it. And oh, he was on the show? Little y- yeah. Um. My um, my mom was like, "Ain't that boy that rapper?" Um, uh, they're like, "Yeah," and it's like, "Um, if I wasn't rapping, baby. My, you know, my family called me Tez, so um, my sister was like, "Oh, that's Pastor Troy, that's Tez," because everybody know I'm a big Pastor Troy fan, especially right. back in the day. I looked at it, I was like, "Why the hell is Troy on this show?" And he actually sat, and it worked too, because I actually sat there for a minute and watched the show. Just to see what the hell was going on. What, what was going on? Because I still ain't see that shit. I think it was like a little person. I'm, I'm no offense. I, I never know what the actual term is. We call him midgets. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently it was dating, and it, it was random. I didn't expect that. Oh yeah, that that's that that is random. Like I would expect Troy to be on like Loving Hip Hop Atlanta or something like that. And and that's what I don't get though. Like I, I would think that he would be on something like Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, or maybe yeah. he think he's too good for that, but not good, too good for little. Well, he still actually has a career. Like, it's not mainstream, but he has a career. Unlike a lot of people that are on that show. No offense to anybody who's on that show, even though I just offended the hell out of you. I don't think Troy has a career 
ain't rapping anymore. I think Troy just keeps putting the album. Mind you, I don't think the albums are bad. Mm. So I don't want to say it like that, but I think his career in rap is over. Um, okay, when but, did but, when would it have ended in your estimate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think a few times ago. So we, we're going to have to cut this about talking about Pastor Troy because it's like the third time. And <laughs> but uh, I think it's... I think he his shit ended. Where was I? I think I was still in Charleston. So we're talking about eight years ago. Eight years ago, I've been old one. So that'd have been what um that song album he did with his last really good album was the introduction to a gladiator. 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 Okay. Introduction to a gladiator. Nah, I bought like four albums after that. I even have Club Lane. Club. He did that uh, that remix of that song. Um, I've been waiting all this time. That shit was hard. Yeah, but I'm a fan of saxophones though. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I haven't listened to it. I, I just bought it and downloaded. it. I'm a fan of saxophones. So my dream, buy? I got it off of Spotify. Oh, so I, I have I a subscription. So directly from him. That's what's up. You should be talking shit about the man too. Huh? Talking about his career over. That's fucked up, man. Dude, I done offered to lend a hand out to Pastor so many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, change. You so say you want to change the subject? I just saw for the first time this movie came out a couple of years ago called Shot Collar. You ever heard of that? No. Crazy. No, no, no. I have heard of it. Don't know a damn thing about it though. All right. Um, I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones or not, but the cat that plays Jamie Lannister is like the main character. Oh, that's what's up. Um, you know what we need to do though? What? We need to take a quick break. Well, let's take a break then. It's been fucking 20 minutes or some shit. I said, I cursed a lot. Damn. I'm like Ric Flair, man. I'm a 60 minute man. All right. We're going to come back. Um, It's my anniversary, y'all. Happy anniversary. <laughs> my wife probably pissed that I'm recording on my anniversary, but you know what? She loved me. That's that's nice, man. That's I got to pay for this. Uh, Oh, podcasting don't make money right now. So. Bye. What's up? It's Heavy D. Every podcast, we want to come to you with topics that you want to hear about. But that's just it. We don't know what you want to hear about unless you let us know. On Facebook, at DistractNet. On Twitter, at Distract underscore net. On our website, www.distractionnetwork.com. Or email us at thedistractionnetwork at gmail.com. Hello? Hey man, guess what? We back. <laughs> like we like we left something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you was talking about some type of movie? Yeah, it was called Shot Caller, which is pretty much what they call out west when you run the yard. The guy who calls the shots, you the shot caller. Um, the movie was actually good. The guy that plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones, he's the main character. And I hadn't seen the other movie he did, so I didn't know how well he did outside of Game of Thrones. Um, but the story, and this is not spoiling anything, because this is like the first five minutes. Fuck that. <laughs> so, if you have not watched Shot Caller, and you want to watch it before you finish this podcast, you might want to hit that 30 button like 12 times. All right? Counting in your hand, 30 button 12 times, that's six minutes. So I'm giving you six minutes to talk about Shot Caller. Go. All right. So in um, in the movie, he's a stockbroker out west. And uh, one night, him and his wife and his, their, their friends, another couple, they right, went right. out to eat. Uh, they had a few things, a few to drink. And he got into a car accident. And his friend died. Mm-hmm. Being that he was drunk, they charged him with the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, he was trying to fight it, uh, but his lawyer told him, don't fight it. Uh, they got you. Just go ahead and take the plea deal because if you take the plea deal, you won't have to do that much time. So did he say something like, you better take them five? That would, I would love that shit if he had said it though. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, take the five, but similar case, um, but, um, his, um, his, he, he finally took the deal. His lawyer told him, man, you go in the side. Um, don't let nobody fuck with you. I'll um, fuck you. Well, true, because that's <laughs> that happened the first day. It didn't happen to him, but he saw it, right? And that's when he decided that okay, lawyer, right? I can't sit here and just be no punk or nothing about that. So when he went onto the yard the next day, this black dude tried him, and it was like in, like not innocent, but it was like black dude bumped into him. Like he didn't really, it wasn't like he was trying to do it. It was like he was walking, 
black dude bumped into him by accident. His shit was on after that. Mm-hmm. Um, he fought dude back, and that's when the Aryans saw it. Um, okay. the, the Aryans um brought him over, and he was like, "Hey, man, listen, you know, we saw you fought that black dude. Um, yeah, you ain't no punk about yours, but even so, trying that be alone shit is gonna get you killed. You might not get fucked, but you won't get killed." So he joined the Aryans. Did he say black dude? Did the Aryans say black dude and nigger? They called him a toad. Wow. Like to the like to their credit, they never said the N word. They mm-hmm. just said toad. He said toad. I think I'd be more offended. They didn't call the toad. <laughs> right? So the <laughs> N word don't offend me that much because I mean I mean you won't see me wrap a Confederate flag around me or any dumb shit like that because oh um, that's a whole different meaning. But I kind of feel like the N word is. We're trying to appropriate and make it be a positive thing when it never be a positive thing. I got my so, ideas on that, but yeah. I don't think that's the time for that. Yeah, um, it's not. Keep going. But um, so basically, what happened was, oh yeah, because I, I skipped the part. His lawyer told him that, hey man, listen, all violent criminals go in the same place, like right. you know, murderers, robbers, wife beaters. Um, so he ended up with the. That's what he ended up. Right. Um, uh, so he ended up joining the Aryans. He becomes. Pretty much, he pretty much comes like super Aryan, um, eventually. But the thing I thought was fucked up because I don't is that anything like a super Saiyan? Maybe, I don't think it's many levels though. Okay. Um, the thing that um, <laughs> the thing that struck me because I don't feel like the movie was embellishing this was the fact they put him in lockup. They locked him up with all those hardened criminals. Like, yeah, that's a fucked up crime he committed. Because mm-hmm. in but the definition of the law, he is a criminal. Yeah. But why would you put a non-dangerous criminal in with dangerous criminals? You either because the head of the Aryans, or at least the first like real bigwig he met, told him, "In here, you either gonna be a victim or a warrior." So yeah. all you did was create a situation where either you got people who are being victimized, who are themselves now being victimized, right. or you just made way better criminals. Yeah, that's how that's how it is though. You just make when you send people to prison now, it's not a rehabilitation center like it's supposed to be. You just make them better criminals. Right. Now, so, I, now my question. You take the rights from them when they get out. Yeah. <laughs> so they ain't got no choice but to go back to it. But keep going. My question to you, my question to everybody, but to you, I'm posing to you is, why do we live in a country where that makes sense? Like, I get the fact that the prisons, the private prisons, and the government have their own agenda, but why do we live in a world where our citizenry thinks that makes sense? Uh, so <clears throat> it's. Are you done with yeah. telling the story? Okay. So, in America, how how did America come to be? Oh, um, no, 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 no. You heard something too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Okay, let's make sure I wasn't tripping. Are we good? I guess. Yeah, we good. Um, so, so basically, we started by a nation of criminals. When you think about it, yeah, we started from outcasts. So, if you was in England, if you was in France, if you was in anywhere else, they fled where they were from because they were outcasts. They came here to create a land and create their own thing. Other than Native Americans, which <clears throat> rightfully owned this whole country, um, yeah. everyone came here. Came here under duress, either. You was escaping um, criminalism. You was uh, an outcast from your society or you got kidnapped <laughs> and brought over. Right. So, counting the people that got kidnapped and out counting the Native Americans, Americans who were ma- killed massively. Like, and so, the people that basically... Genocide it, yeah. Yeah. The people that basically run this whole thing are... People that came from Europe or people that came from Russia or people that came from white countries. Yeah. And once they became over here, once they came over here and they all grouped together, they decided to, they, they are the mass people. So all the laws really are here to keep them comfortable. Okay. And in this society, <laughs> uh, it's... To those people, whenever we decided to be a country in 1776 or whatever like that, and we created these laws, it's those same people that create the laws. And they create the laws to say, hey, whether you do something by mistake or if you're a serial killer 
out here raping and killing women, raping and killing men, taking children's heads, popping them off, straightening them down, boiling them, and putting them in your um cereal in the morning. That's a little uh, detail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the same prison cell, right? Yeah. Unless you cross lines, then instead of going to state, you go to federal. Right. Um. So when we make rules for one certain type of people and then we isolate everyone else into the other group, then that's why you get the kind of prison system that we have now. Right, but my thing is, this was a white guy. Like, and you look at a lot of those... Oh, man, so you... Yeah, I told you. Okay, you never seen Game of Thrones, no, must be. No, no, no. So, no, I know who Jamie Lannister is. This, okay. why, this, this is something else I need to bring in. Over time, it stopped being a thing about race. It okay. started becoming class. Okay. So, this white guy, was he a poor white guy oh, he's in the rich. movie? He's rich in they the movie? They just fucked him over, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's completely uh, now, insane. And uh, maybe and maybe that part is a little bit unrealistic. The yeah, fact that's that he the was... only unrealistic thing, though, because... Right. But him you, I... you see it now. You see it now, nowadays. You see um, a rich kid rapes a woman by a dumpster behind a bar. Motherfucker. And... <laughs> Gets what? Did he get time six, served? He gets. I think he got time yeah, served. He got six months or something like that, and it was pleaded down to time served. They let him out. Um, the fucking um, the little white blood kid. Remember him? Oh, was he a crip? I don't know. It was a white kid out of California. I thought it was in California. Um, he decided he was enamored with the lifestyle, so he decided to oh, you know, yeah, crip yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. So um, the guy that ran over people. I think he was a getaway driver, like a drive-by, or something like oh, that. Okay. And but when they. They caught everybody. They let him go because it was like it would affect his life as if it wasn't going to affect anybody yeah. else's life. Or the guy that um, he was running people over with his cars, and then when he was going to jail, about to go to jail, he he claimed some kind of shit where he said that because he was so rich, he never took it all seriously, and they just let him go. Yeah, I, I or the guy that sexually assaulted plenty of women in the past, what, I'm 36 years old? Mm-hmm. Over a 36-year period, he sexually assaulted plenty of women and became a judge in the Supreme Court. And now this motherfucker <laughs> determines what's not constitutional. Yeah, and so... But here's my question to that, though. All right, and I get, like I said, I get that the government and the private prisons have their own agendas that they're, you know, trying to maintain. My thing is, the dudes he went into jail with were all working class cats. You know, the actual people. That's the only, that's why I said the only thing that makes it unrealistic is that he's rich and went to jail with them. But my thing is, why haven't the working class people say, the people who actually, you know, vote, the engine of democracy is the people. Like, why haven't the people say, hey, man, yo, whoa, all of us are saying at this point, this is a little fucked up. Like, why the hell would you put that man in a jail with these men? That's what I'm saying. It's like, for some reason, everyone just accepts shit that just doesn't make sense anymore. Are you talking about in real life they do that? Like, no, See, I'm saying, I don't. I don't think in real life we do stuff like no, that. No, we wouldn't do that. Well, we wouldn't like that rich guy. The part that he was, the fact that he was rich is the part that's unrealistic. Right. But that circumstance actually happens to people. Guys go to jail for like, yeah, he's a criminal. He should be in jail right. by letter of the law. But he's not that type of. There's a difference between criminals and bad guys. Well, they do have like stage A, B, and C, like level. They have level prisons. Like, yeah. they have prisons where you go. Um, work during the day. You just got to sleep at the prison. <laughs> and then on weekends, you get weekend passes and shit like that. Like uh, that movie Lock Up with Sylvester Stallone yeah. back in the day? So they, they have prisons like that, but for most of them, they don't care. Like <laughs> Yeah, and I get that they don't care. I get, and, I get. and the people that are voting in this world, they don't care. You want to know why? They're why? too busy looking at past the fucking midgets. Okay, I like how you picked <laughs> that 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 was a dope segue. That was a dope random segue. Yeah, so that, that, that's how America is, man. We um, case in point, we just had an election two years ago. Just had two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, just <laughs> just two years ago, we had an election, right? That shit, time flies too. Time flies okay, when you're okay. terrified. We're gonna go back to 2010, right? Let's so go back, way back. No, no, no. We're gonna go back to 2014. Back in the time. We're going back to 2014 because here's what happened in 2014. President Barack Obama knew that the only way he was going to get the rules passed that he needed, that he promised America, the American people, was for 
black people to get out and vote the same way they did when he was running for president the first time and the second time. Right. And go and put Democrats in these seats and continue to help progress him. So, in 2014, in January 2014, it might have been February, Barack Obama started basically campaigning. He went on TV shows. He went on radio shows. And he basically did a tour begging for the American people to go out and vote so that we can get more Democrats in these seats so that his last two years he could finally push and finish doing what he started. Right. The American people set their asses down (laughs) and did not go vote. The same people that vote all the time, which is Republicans, they went out and voted. And I knew exactly what was going on when I went to vote and I didn't even have to stand in line. Like, there was no lines in the no voting polls out. So the results came out. Democrats took, I mean, the uh, Republicans took the House and the Senate. And wasn't nothing uh, he could do then. But you know what what black people did from then on? What? They complained. They complained from 2014 till today. Because in 2016, when Trump was going against Hillary, black people and women had all the excuses in the world not to vote for Hillary or not to vote at all. Well, I think with Hillary and black people, I think, I don't... You can call it excuse, but I think there's a little bit of validity to it. So here's here's the thing. When you're voting, it comes down to you have two parties. We have two parties in America. It should be more parties, but we basically have two parties in America. It comes down to the end. There's only two people that really vote for it, right? Right. So to say, oh, man, I'm not going out and vote. Because I don't want to vote for Hillary. And I'm damn sure I'm not voting for Trump. So I don't want to vote for anybody. So uh, a non-vote for Hillary was a vote for Trump. I think that's a fallacy. Uh, you think so? I think that... You think so? Did you see the Democratic parts of South Carolina vote all red? Yeah, but this state... During that election. Well, that's I think that's a separate issue. I think that's just demographics. This, this state... Is still, I think, 10 years away from ever having a chance to go blue. So, I don't think so. You think so? I saw the primary. I mean, I saw the midterms. Midterms. Okay. And I saw who was voting at the midterms. So, I saw who was voting at the midterms, and I saw that a lot of these brackets, that if you was looking at the lines and seeing the lines, you thought they was going to come back red. Yeah. They came back blue. Okay. I think who did somebody did... Like a video on that. I think it was either Bill Mara or um or John Oliver about how that shit works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they actually section off people at different places so it actually it, it affects the electoral college. It's the uh It's like gerrymandering uh, in ger- the college. Yeah, yeah, gerrymandering. But I think that I think the whole Hillary not uh, not for Hillary is a vote for Trump thing is a bit of a fallacy and also I think it's true for both cases. Like if you didn't vote for Trump you voted for Hillary. I mean, you can set that for both sides. But I think that, I think, okay, well, think one thing that people have to understand about black people is that we are very forgiven to a fault. But so they go forgive Donald Trump? Hell no. Niggas unforgivable. But, <laughs> um, you know what though? They will. I don't know about that. Dog. But my point is when, when you, but when, even, but we are, we're a little over forgiving. Our forgiveness is a lot higher, like longer than everybody else's, but it does have an end point. Because slave masters beat into our ancestors. Right. But I think once you reach that end point, that's because it. Because we forgive anybody but other black people. True. But once you reach that end, end of that forgiveness, that's it. Like, because think about it. To do some shit that we won't forgive you for, you had to do some, like, hectic, heinous shit. And people, uh, black people remember, like, the time under Bill wasn't exactly the best for us. Bill who? Bill Clinton. Oh, it was. It was, right, okay, it's, well... Three strikes, you're out. Um, the, 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 what's he called? That's not master criminals. Super criminals line. Yeah, yeah. Like, black people remember shit like that. But, I mean, welfare grew. Yeah, but. Like, stuff like that. But here's this, though. That, but that assertion is only logical if you believe that black people actually want welfare. So, nobody thinks that, well, I ain't gonna say nobody, but. 
for the most part, black people don't want welfare. Black people want to earn, like, we're the most people that want to earn their living. Like, yeah. it's, like I said, beating to our ancestors and passed down to us. We want to work for everything that we get. So much so that we work way harder trying to get the things that we got than our counterparts. Yeah. Like, um, I currently work in a position now where I have, in a couple of, in a few weeks, I have my master's degree. Congratulations. Well, I have, early congratulations. pertaining to my job, I have one, two, three, four certifications. Yeah. And I will have a master's degree pertaining to my job. Everything pertains to my job. I work with people with a high school diploma and no cert- and one certification sometimes. And That's we're all counterparts. That's fucked up. So, it it is what it is. Like, we have to work so much harder to get what we got. But I also, I'm one of those people that demand a lot. So, <clears throat> I have goals. And for my goals, I know what I need to do to get to my goals. So, I just follow that route to go get my goals done. But, yeah, it's... Uh, we are hardworking people, and I would not say that we would want to be on welfare, but yeah, I get what you're saying. That cinema, he at least try to make things easier for us. Yeah, and then, but still, a lot of that shit is outweighed by the fact that you can give me welfare all day, but I still remember my daddy getting locked up for like life, all so, because he did one, he committed one felony too many. Yeah, not my personal father, but it's good and bad for everybody. That's true. So, I mean, I can I tell think, you're good with Trump right now. Oh, God. <laughs> I said him, he got elected. Like, uh, he's good for business when it comes to me. Like, the stuff that I do. Like, Stop a content creating? Well. Oh, I mean, your actual job. My my actual job. Well, no, this is your actual job, too. I mean, your other job. Yeah. So, my um, the problems that he calls outside of the United States of America creates a lot of work for me. You know what my one biggest problem with this dude is? And I tell What's Pat up? this all the time. I don't see where he's going with this shit. <laughs> he don't see where he's going with this like, shit. Like, look back to the Bush administration, because somehow he made them look good. He noticed that these guys, those guys were evil as shit. They were basically the Empire in Star Wars. Both mm-hmm. of them was evil. But yeah. with the Bush administration, when they did something, you understood the logic there. That's one thing with Trump. And if you keep it this simple, you will understand a lot of shit he do. Which is? Trump has a business that he has to make sure can carry itself when he dies. That business, more than likely, was ruined and in the dumps when he became president. Mm -hmm. When he leaves office, so far what he's doing, it's going to turn that business completely in the black. So, his goal is to put his business back in the black and so far in the black that his children don't have to worry about anything. His children's children don't have to worry about anything. So, what you're saying is he is going somewhere with this shit. We just really ain't looking in the right place. Yeah, y'all. T- people too busy hollering about all that other stuff. Just like Bush. Like, everybody laughing at Bush, calling him a dumbass and all that shit. <laughs> and meanwhile... Nuclear. <laughs> Meanwhile, he fucking up the whole country and sending us to war for to the wrong per- people. They got nuclear weapons on purpose. <laughs> so, but if you know Saddam Hussein was sitting at his house and brought um the butcher of Baghdad. What, what's that dude name? The tall dude with a big beard. Um, Osama but, bin Laden. Yeah. If you know Bin Laden is the one that bombed um <clears throat> that the World Trade destroyed Center? the World Trade Center hit the Pentagon and all that other shit, right. then your war that you declare is against Saddam Hussein. He's the butcher of Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> Even after you found out that he had no weapons of mass destruction. Like, that's crazy. Absence of evidence is not evidence absence. <laughs> the, one, the people that should be locked up is George Bush Jr. George Bush Jr. should be in prison. <laughs> anyway. um, But... <laughs> <laughs> But um, I will say this though, in that part about the politics, the Democrats is fucked up not putting the right candidate out there. At no, the end of the no, day, no, 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 no. So here, here's what you got to think of, right? This is all in a package. 
and hold on. And this is why I think the American people is full of shit. But before you Democrats say that, I want to preface this though. Democrats is full of shit. But let me preface this though. I don't mean right candidate as in I don't think she. I'm not saying she wouldn't have been a good president. I'm saying there's a difference between a president and a candidate. They just didn't put the right candidate out there for the Democrats to get energized by. But go ahead. So, I'm, I'm sitting down for a second, y'all. I don't sit down much when I record. But I had a long weekend. And it's Monday. And my weekend has not stopped yet. It's actually my anniversary. It's it is 10.52 at night while I'm recording right now. And I've seen my wife for about 30 minutes. Through the whole day. Um, <laughs> that's, what's up. that's a strong relationship. But... What was that? Oh, this is why the American people is full of shit. Bill Clinton. Okay. President of the United States. Okay. Behind the scenes. Blowjob. Hillary was writing, writing the policies. Hillary was doing the paperwork. Hillary was putting forth the plans. Hillary was basically the president. You think that? Um, yes. Because that's what they were saying when she was doing it. Hillary put forth a plan for, um, what was it? Distraction around. It had something to do with children. Um, anyway. Every first lady has a children act, though. Yeah, Except Melania. No, Melania had the bullying thing. Okay. Um, when Barack Obama won presidency, whenever he beat, um, Hillary for the Democratic nominee? Yeah. He ran off of her plan. And if you look back, you will see that his policies yeah. and her policies were basically the same thing. But then his policies changed basically almost exactly as hers was as it went forward after he won. So that's probably why he made her Secretary of State. So This older one? And then, so basically we done got 16 years of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and then we could have got four to eight more. So what you're saying is but we wanted Hillary's policies, but not Hillary. Right. And it was only because it, it's it's a white woman. I don't think it's that. I think she's not likable. <sighs> she has to be likable. How could she not be likable? She just... She got, she got voted into all her positions. When she started running for president, you know what it is. She was likable. I think it's something we talked about. I don't think we you talked about get, it. You can't run for a Democratic nominee and not be likable. I think it's something. I think it goes back to a conversation that you, I, and the third party had that we didn't record it. If you compare her and not to like reduce them to two female rappers, Hillary and let's say Michelle Obama is like comparing Nicki Minaj to Cardi B. There's something about Nicki Minaj that you that's just gonna set you against her. She's like the end the like you said, she's not she's not authentic like Cardi B is. Right. If you look at Hillary, you can always tell she's holding something back. Like she's not telling you what's on her mind. Hillary's a lawyer. And you have so to always remember that Hillary's a lawyer. So is Barack, and I think Michelle's a lawyer too. But but Barack, was he really a lawyer though? Or does he have a law degree? Was that the same? Uh, I guess you had to pass the bar to become a well, lawyer. Well, I mean, technically, lawyer. Yes. Well, he's been called a constitutional lawyer. So, I mean, but, people called him that as if he actually practiced at one point. But um, Barack Obama graduated from Harvard, right? Yes, hope and uh, change. Okay. And he immediately went and started a um, 501C and started doing something. Yeah. But it wasn't. He went into politics basically pretty as soon as he got his degree. Like he was so a lawyer, he but he, he never litigated really. So he went to politics pretty quick, right? Okay. So and Hillary was a, a lawyer, lawyer. Like so she actually practiced. Yeah, she practiced for a long time in Arkansas. So there. Uh, <clears throat> so since you gotta understand, she's a lawyer, so she has to think about everything that she says first. True. So, um, I don't see. I never saw anything that she was saying to be untruthful, but. I will also say, if you have to look at her, and then you look at who she's running against, Mr. Grab a Woman by the Pussy. Yeah. And I didn't say that. That was just someone using somebody else's word and changing it to my voice. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> you have, 
You have one of the most distinctive voices we've ever heard. Yeah. The guy that got a P tape out there. And you following Barack Obama. Yeah. And we know your voice the more than his. The guy that cheated on, on every single one of his wives. Yet the church people loved him. Yeah. And the guy that has three different baby mamas. Like, I'm not a Christian. But I expressly remember what the Bible says about letting people, prostitutes pee on you. Mm-hmm. Don't. <laughs> and the guy that was a slumlord who failed businesses. So people was also saying, yeah, we're going to vote for him because he's a great businessman. He knows what he's doing when it comes to business. But no, he, he doesn't. failed every business he's ever been. Well, you know what they say. You can yeah. fall six times as long as you get up seven. Yeah. So that, 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 that's the thing. Fuck so, that. Don't fall at all. <clears throat> but next subject. Okay, Aisha bottom Curry. line in that, fuck Trump. But, okay, um, Aisha Trump. Aisha Curry, I'm going to say Aisha, Aisha Trump. Trump. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Aisha. <laughs> you were the girl I never had. <laughs> all right, so Aisha Curry, the shit that she said, can you repeat that? Oh, the whole how um, male attention, she doesn't get a whole lot of it, so it makes her insecure. And I, I, I'm going to say it like this, right? So males and females are different. Yeah. We need a girl in here sometimes. Um, All the time. But for males, my males have a respect. And when I was single, yeah, my only rule when it came to to women were, as long as I don't meet your boyfriend or your husband, we good. I would never, I would never, I would never knowingly mess with a woman in a serious relationship. See, I didn't care about that. I just cared about if I met him or not. If I know the dude. Well, oh, well, okay. As, but there's still a respect there, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. there's still a respect for it. And I'm, I'm probably the most disrespectful single guy ever when I was single. But I always respected the dude. Like, if I meet your dude. So it was it was just a simple ass. You don't yeah. want to smile up in his face, basically. Yeah, if I say what's up to you at the gas station, and then I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm not fucking your girl anymore. So yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like that simple to me. If I have any type of conversation to be around your dude, I ain't ain't messing with you no more. Right. Like, but women go cheat if they go cheat. True. So I, I take it from what uh, Juvenile said. Um, nah, he said. Um, Told us take them five again. That song always comes up. Pussy ain't gonna wait for no, but it's gonna stop here. What song was that? I knew you talking about. I can't remember what song that was. Um, pussy ain't gonna wait for nobody, but it's gonna stop here for a little But if it's, it's all good, something like that, I forgot it. It's one of the earlier songs, one of the earlier yeah. albums, right? Yeah, I think it was on G Code. All pussy right. ain't gonna wait for me or no nigga, but I, it's gonna stop here. I want to say, yeah. Long, but if it's, 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 but I, what's something that said on Facebook? Oh, I saw that shit. Yeah, you actually agreed. <sighs> yeah. So don't talk shit now. You agreed. I remember that. What I finally got say? him to agree to something I said, too. What'd you say? Um, it was proof, further proof to me that for as much as society thinks that men don't understand women, and I think that's just flat out wrong, women understand men even less. Because the reason she's not getting that male attention, and I think people are starting to hit on that now, but I think I, I believe I said it first. You heard her here first, if you were on my are Facebook. Are you Ray J? <laughs> <laughs> the, prob- the thing is, people look at her and Steph, and they see that energy. Especially the, the energy that Steph puts out. Steph comes off, at least in the public eye, like a good dude. He ain't right. messing around nobody, and she's a good woman. She ain't right. messing around nobody, and they raising a beautiful family together. So most men aren't going to step to her at all. Because either A, we think, I don't want to be the one that fucked up something that's actually good. Right. Especially with how relationships are nowadays. Or B, I'm not stepping to Steph Curry's wife. Like, that's fucking Steph Curry. He makes forty million a year just to shoot a basketball. He shoots it at a very high level, an ungodly high level. But you know there are people out there that will do it. Pieces of shit. Remember I said only a piece of shit would step to her because <laughs> oh, that nigga yeah. either that nigga either doesn't care about what they're building, or he thinks he has it like that that he can take Steph Curry girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I could take Steph Curry girl. No. I would never go try. I wouldn't try. Yeah, but you wouldn't try. It's, it's, I'm holiday though. I feel like I could take him. But yeah, you think you can? Ha- you think you can get her? But you just wouldn't try. Right. Yeah. Now let's flip the script to somebody I mean, you like. You said think though. I mean, I know I can get her. I'm true. just not gonna do that to him. We're at holiday. All right. I'm married too, so I wouldn't be doing that shit anyway. But single me wouldn't do that to him. But flip the script to somebody like Tristan Thompson. All right. Tristan Thompson been married for like a few years now. He hitting everything that moves though. All right. So everybody's still fucking with Chloe. Well, true. 
But I don't know that. I'm quick saying I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, we're not going to respect Chloe like that. Well, yeah, and she's Chloe Kardashian. She had that Kardashian name. Like, although I will if, say. Even if it was, I'm just saying, man. So since he out there wilding out like that, like. Yeah. People go still holler at Chloe. Yeah, because he, Tristan, he left the he left the door open. Yeah. Cause think about it. What you gonna what you gonna say to her? And nobody gonna holler at uh uh Savannah James. Yeah, cause they don't the energy ain't out there. Yeah, nobody's gonna holler at Savannah. So think James. about it. If I if I if I step this if I step not if I stepped her, let's say I get Chloe, right? I get Chloe a few times. What Tristan gonna say? You can't say nothing to her. All you can do is get mad trying to whoop my ass. Yeah. So I mean, and, and you seven foot tall, I mean, I mean you probably slow. You know, you got a long reach, but you're probably slow. I can probably get you. I'm gonna try Chloe when I see her. <laughs> I'm not in the. I mean, me personally, I'm not in the Kardashian woman like that because I don't want my career to end before it starts. But <laughs> I mean, bro, I, I never saw anything. I so I think Chloe. So the oldest one, the old one. Yeah. The was Kim. Kim's the oldest. No. Kim the oldest. No. Yeah, That's the older one. There's another sister out there I never seen before. So what's the? You know that old lady with them is their mama, right? Name all the sisters, right? Name name the Kardashian sisters. Kim, Chloe, uh, the, the one girl with the white boy. Um, Who's the one girl with the white boy? Courtney. So Courtney is the oldest. I don't know. I'm just learning that right now. So Courtney's the oldest, and then it's Kim, and then it's Chloe. Chloe's the one that's OJ's daughter. And then Jenner's um, then Jenner's um, and then the Jenners. Yeah. So, um. The only one of them I would mess with though is Chloe because I want to run it back for a son. So the Nobody whoever you said was whoever you said was the other one that's that's actually the old oldest one. You said Courtney. Courtney, uh, I used to think she was cute like ten years ago. Alright. But then um, when Chloe did the whole workout thing, and, she and then I was like, okay, she look good, she look good. But like none of them would do anything for me. Like I, I don't. Uh-uh. I want Chloe because I want my son to be a Hall of Fame running back like her daddy was. Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, if, and you could also tell that with all them working out, yeah. she's the only one that basically formed naturally a body like that. Does she have any surgery? Surgery? Yeah, like she made. So herself? she probably don't have surgery now. Yeah. And I think her surgery is mostly in her face, though. Like so, her body is her body. She mutilated herself like that. That's what I think, because she actually went through a whole workout regimen with a trainer for like six months and got it right. Oh yeah. But I know the uh the Kims and all the other ones like nah all that surgery. They're like uh, okay, I just got up from the table. Six months. See you again. My question is, do you realize how you're gonna look when you turn like seventy, when every other part they of your body is flabbing, but. Yo, your butt is high, but every other part of your little body is sagging. They don't care about that. That's because they're making thirty, forty, fifty million dollars a year now. Ain't that one girl supposed to be like almost a billionaire? No, she is a billionaire. That's fucking crazy. But I mean, her company's worth a billion. She can't cash out. So she's not worth okay. The yeah. The real thing is how much money is she really worth? It's kinda like Like her company's worth a billion, but she's like twenty million in. Yeah, however many she get paid for, what you call it? So when it comes to them, they might oh. be worth. She oh. could be worth a billion dollars, and liquid cash have two million. All of a sex <laughs> like, Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, um, that's why we don't step up the Aisha Curry. Like they need to get on their knees and thank Ray J. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ray J need a cut. Ray J, Ray J should, should be getting a cut. Ray J should get his cut off the top. Off. Anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah. It was something else I wanted. To, I wanted to talk about the abortion bill, but we're not gonna have time. All right. So, anyway, you know what I forgot to do? What? I gotta read this out, but we're gonna take a break first. Okay. Freestyle Friday. And we are back. Uh Ted said he wanted to say something to y'all real quick, so I'm gonna let this nigga talk. I just want I just wanna say something a little life lesson for everybody to remember. The early bird gets the worm, but the early snake gets his in secret. Y'all beautiful. 
I don't know what he just said. He said something about an early snake gets a secret. The early bird gets the worm, but the early snake gets his in secret. You want to be the early snake. The early snake gets his in secret? Yeah. He got his first, and you didn't know about it. Think about that for a second. If you would like to follow <laughs> us, <laughs> you can try out everything that we do on our website. It is www.distractionnetwork.com. There you can find our podcast, any editorials, our articles, as well as the videos and anything that we have upcoming. You can join our Facebook page at DistractNet and follow our Twitter at Distract underscore net. You can also click on our social network feeds where you can find everything we want you to think is interesting about us. You can follow me at Holiday4000 on Twitter. Do not try to follow me anyone else because I will not accept you. And you can follow me at a man called Tez and I will lead you where you need to be. So, um, when you follow him, also remember that he calls himself a man called Tez. Alright? And that'll tell you everything <laughs> <laughs> you need to know about following someone called a man called Tez. Y'all take care. Be safe. Holla! I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright, cause I'm on the grind.